0: mm <laughs>
1: For Count of the Wrestling Podcast, introducing first to my left, hailing from Tijuana, Mexico, weighing in at 2,000 t- uh, quesadillas, Ramsey's Donkey Punch
2: Rivera. You know, I did that once to, to a woman, and she didn't appreciate it very much at all.
1: She probably kicked you in the nut,
2: didn't she? Yeah. And then she punched me in the face.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we probably should have warned you about that, but then, then again, we've yeah, been we learned, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and introducing to my right, from Los Angeles, California, where 150 figures, Stan. Why am I spending so much money on the figures? Oh, wait, right, plastic joint. O'Leary! Yay, toys. Toys, (laughs) our other hobby. And that said, welcome everyone to Count Out the Wrestling Podcast.
2: Uh, what's up?
1: (laughs) Really? What's up? That's all you have to say? You know, say something, come on.
2: All right, fine. What you gonna do, brother, when... What, what you gonna do, brother, when Pazzy joined once wild on you, brother?
1: Okay, there we go. That's more like it. And, right. of course, speaking of Hulk Hogan, we'll get to TNA soon. We got a couple things we want to go over, a couple news, just a couple, you know? All right. And then we're going to cover Raw, Impact, and SmackDown. All right, Usual business. good to me. Mm-hmm. All right, so first thing first. Okay. Mark Merrill, yes, Johnny B. Bad, has confirmed that Buff Bagwell is okay.
2: <sighs> thank God.
1: Yeah, got us all worried, didn't he?
2: Yeah, because like last week it was like the week of like bad accidents were happening to like everyone, so it's like thank God at least one per like at least people are coming out of it okay.
1: Yeah, how many I mean I'm counting like at least three people Axel Rotten, Marcus Bagwell, and Davy Richards.
2: Yeah, so it's like uh, it's it. Last week was a really bad week for for like you know for being for being a wrestler like it like when it comes to like being in car wrecks.
1: Yeah. So, alright. So we wish Marcus Bagwell speedy recovery.
0: Mhm.
2: Yeah. You know. Now we need I, it. It sucks. It sucks that, like it sucks for like everyone. Like, it sucks for like it doesn't like it like you know. No matter who you are, it sucks when you're in a car accident, especially after what happened with like the circumstances that happened to him. You know, mm-hmm. speedy recovery and, you know, Godspeed.
1: Yeah, now we just, we just need to hear from uh, Axel Rotten and David Richards.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and
1: everything so... else should be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, second news. We have additional details when it comes to Rey Mysterio's suspension.
2: Oh, and yeah, what just give us just give us a cliff version of what happened.
1: Okay. Basically they detected um those small dose of amphetamine in his body. And Ray Mysterio explained to WWE that, you know, he was taking a, a dietary supplement and apparently some some of those supplements contain amphetamine.
2: Hmm. So Give or take, what do you think? What do you think is gonna happen? You think they're gonna like revoke that strike, or you think that strike still is gonna be permanent? Because I, 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 would, be- I wanna say I wanna believe him, but at the same time, it's like you know, he's had other kind of problems as well. So. Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, it is well known fact that the you know some diet pills do com- contain amphetamine, but. It's one of those cases where WWE can easily say, Yeah, well, you should have done some research before you bought any of those diet pills.
2: Yeah, that is true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really unfortunate, but, you know, suspension has already been brought down. And, like, do you know any cases where suspension was appealed and actually le- lifted off?
2: None to my knowledge so far.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I don't see the sus- suspension being lifted, and that's just how it's gonna be.
2: Yeah, that is gonna be that is gonna be unfortunate. So, um, yeah, that's all my thoughts. You have any other additional mm-hmm. thoughts? No, that's about it, really. Alrighty. Anything else that we should be aware oh. of?
1: Um, this is gonna uh, make your table flip, so I'm not really gonna go into this news. So. Oh God. Yeah. So I'm not gonna go into it, okay?
2: All right. Thank God.
1: So. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) So. Guess what? What? Extreme rules happen. Uh huh. Yeah. Let me just go review. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I read what happened, and it's just like, wow, this is actually pretty decent.
2: Yeah. That, that that's why I hear that, that that's why I hear too. It's like it was actually a pretty decent card up and up and down. Like watching the results and then watching some of the clips online, it looked like it looked like a decent show. It's like that's that's what I'm noticing. Like a lot of their like like their major shows are not performing, but you got shows like like Money in the Bank last year and now this Extreme Rules are actually pretty like worth the money. So, like, well, tell us a little bit what about what happened?
1: Okay, well, let me go over some of the worst ones in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know. First of all, handicap match between Ryback and two head, uh, two jobbers and I'm thinking like why the fuck is this match in pay-per-view?
2: You know that's what I want to know too. When I saw that on paper, I it's like I mean I mean I guess they wanted a bathroom break but a bath bathroom break bathroom break but it just that, that's I don't know I, uh, that doesn't screen bathroom break at all
1: yeah, and you know what? I think I think at this point, um crowd gets it. Like every crowd, because they were chanting Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg.
2: That's that chant continued on SmackDown, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, it
2: did. And I was laughing.
1: So yeah, Ryback right One, who gives shit? And uh, let's see. The other worst match I could think of is well, actually, you know what? I couldn't think of it. That was actually the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me go over a few of the best. Well, you know what? I don't want to count um the Intercontinental Championship match uh between Big Show and Cody Rhodes, where Cody Rhodes actually takes the title back.
2: He took it back, but it's kind of like when you when you see her like, huh?
1: Yeah, I know. It's just like he won by a shenanigan, and not the shenanigan we always talk about. And what happens? That picture uh, was on the apron, and Ro sort of kicks him, and picture just falls back, landing on, landing foot first through the table. Literally, just he was just standing on table when he fell down, and apparently that counts. So Cody to take the
2: title back. Yeah, you you should have seen you should have seen the big show's face. He was like, "Huh, what?" Like you, it was like that guy. It was like that fat guy who ate the last piece of pie, and everyone's like, "Did you eat it? Come on!" <laughs> exactly. He gave that face of like, eh, derp. <laughs> I didn't do it."
1: And really, like that. After that, of course, a whole destruction of Cody Rhodes happened. But really, after how they won, I don't think that it even
2: matters. Now I have a question for you about that. Considering how yeah. how Cody won, Cody won, Cody Rhodes won, Cody Rhodes won this match. Do you think it's gonna hurt, or you think it's gonna you think you think it's gonna hurt him in the long run? Considering like him winning the concerning the title, you think it's gonna hurt the title in the long run, or you think it's gonna hurt him? What do you think?
1: Wait, wait, wait! You said you pretty much double positioned right there. You said, "Is it gonna hurt him, or is it gonna hurt him?" Like, what are you asking? Is it gonna hurt I mean, him, like uh, you know?
2: Okay, what I meant to say was, "Is he gonna hurt? Is it gonna hurt him, or uh, is it gonna hurt him in in terms of like, is it gonna hurt him like you know, in, in, with credibility, or you think it's gonna hurt the title more?" Like, what? I mean, let me rephrase the question: What's gonna hurt more, his reputation, or the or the reputation of the belt?
1: I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna say uh, a little bit of both, cause what this means is that they really don't have anyone to take over the Intercontinental Championship. So Cody Rhodes is gonna be in holding that belt for a while, while longer, I should say.
2: Yeah, I I I would be, I wanna I wanna say that too. And the thing is, for me, it's like the thing I'm what I'm worried about is like when the thing that's crossing my mind. The reason why I asked this question was because here we i mean we have this match and the big show loses it by some by some fluke so you like you like i i think that kills any kind of credibility to that championship when it can be lost that easily then again too it's really gone down like it hasn't been that that um, meaningful that belt for a while now so it's like you know i don't know that i'm kind of yeah, in I same mean- area too where it's like i don't know what's going to happen with it but I think it sort of well, killed it a little bit.
1: Well, maybe. I mean, because think of it this way. You know what happened with the United States Championship match? It was dark match.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know what's. I don't know what's worse that Santino has it or that they relegated really to a match with the Miz. Both. Uh, anyways, keep going.
1: Yeah. All right. So. Let me talk about the best match. One of the best match, I should say. Oh, by the way, um, apparently Brutus Brutus Clay versus Dolph Ziggler happened, and again, why is this on the pay per
2: view? Didn't Dol- didn't um Dol- didn't um Dolph Ziggler pawn off Jack Swagger to him instead
1: at, at Extreme Rules or at SmackDown? Because both actually sort of happened, I think.
2: Yeah, because like if I remember the if I remember correctly, like I think like. I think either Vicky or Dolph was like, "No, I'm not gonna fight you," and he sent out um, Jack Swagger to be eaten by the by King Hippo. Okay, I think that was SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the best
1: match: Sheamus, Time versus Daniel Bryan.
2: Yes, 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 times a thousand. So.
1: Yeah, and this was from what I'm reading. This is a really technical match.
2: Yeah, I I was watching clips of it. Is it was pretty. It was a pretty intense back and forth between both of them. Yeah,
1: so glad to hear that happen. And mm-hmm. unexpectedly, not as well, not as good as Sheamus versus Debray. Unexpectedly, Chicago. Oh, okay, you know what? Not unexpected. I should expect it. Chicago Street Fight for the WWE Championship. CM Punk versus Chris Jericho. Balls out.
2: Yeah, it was pretty good. I was watching that that they showed a lot of clips of that during the both shows, and it was like a, a pretty intense match for the most part.
1: And here's the unexpected one: extreme rules match between Brock Lesnar and John Cena.
2: Yeah, that was one that people were like, like it, people believe that it, that it was actually pretty good because usually with those extreme rules matches, especially with like Super Cena, lol. It's like, you know, he like sea on those tells for like 20 minutes and like no Cena sells for like 20 minutes and he makes a comeback and he comes out miraculous. And in this in this match it seemed like he was like he was like kind of like, you know, it seemed like both men were doing the, like doing the job like, you know, and they were both selling pretty good too, so well. Yeah. Props to both of them.
1: Yeah, and I wish he kept that he kept it up. I wish he kept it up because after the match, he turned back into no-sell Super Cena lol lol. Oh,
2: God. Why am I surprised? Yeah.
1: No, it's just like Cena grabs a bike and just go like, you know, I'm probably going to get or go send home packing when I'm not supposed to, but I'm probably headed home anyway. Like, pretty much saying, you know what? Just like, yeah, you know, I'm going on vacation because, you know, I'm probably hurt. First of all, if you're going to sell how you've been destroyed the last thing you want to be on is mic that pretty much destroyed yeah okay here's the thing like whenever you're on a mic after the beatdown that just happened that just destroyed all the credibility you had when it comes to that match now you're just gonna be like you know um i think i'll be fine just give me a few vacation and I'll be back to being super. No, oh!
2: it's even worse when we get to when we get to RAW. Hmm.
1: And I don't know if this is true or not. And most likely this is gonna be some like dirt shit, dirt shit. Yeah, dirt shit. That's
2: what it is. Yeah. dirt shit.
1: Dirt shit. Yeah, dirt shit. Rumor is that you know Brock has like a pit. <laughs> The rumor is that Brock Lesnar got pissed off because the original storyline was supposed to be that Cena was beaten down so bad that he had to get back to the locker room.
2: Gee, I wonder why he was being mad.
1: Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but if it is true, I would not blame Lesnar. Yeah. That was a a dick move and a half.
2: Yeah. Or that would be...
1: Go on. Well, that would be thick move and a half.
2: Yeah, because the thing is, like, this is a, that's a that's a complaint about Cena that I've had for a long time. Where basically it's like the man gets beaten down so hard that at the end of, at the end of the day, you know, he, the end of the day, he just comes out of it like nothing happened. It was just like sell it for God's sakes, like at least like limp. No, he just comes out like like, lol. I'm I'm still I'm I'm still like okay. I'm like, that's not, how, that's, not how being, that's not how being hurt works. I'm pretty sure if you punch me in the face, Stan, I will be selling that shit like death.
1: Yeah, because I will actually punch you, and you have no choice.
2: Not only that, it's like, I'm extremely fragile, so if you punch me in the face, I'll be like, Oh, God! Jesus!
1: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna me like Peter Griffin, like, <sighs>
0: ah! <sighs> ah! At
2: least do that, Cena, for God's sakes! I
0: don't know, what
1: the fuck? I just can't wrap my head around it. Like it's not that hard.
2: We just did it. Exactly. And you didn't even yeah. punch me and you didn't even, I didn't even hurt you at all. and You did it you sold it better than he can.
1: <laughs> That's kinda sad. Indeed. But yeah, but I think to me, like this entire pay-per-view could have been like eight out of ten, easily. If not for that last part. Cause the yeah. last part just last Go part on. just
2: threw everything out the window. Oh god, yeah. Totally agree with you. And like I said, it just doesn't help that on Raw. It's like it it reinforced that that um that thought of like, man, could you do something could you do something else other than then do what you did on on Raw? Apparently not. Cause uh-huh.
1: I think at this point I just you know what? I give up. I give up when it comes to John Cena and his selling technique. Like, forget about it.
2: Uh, anyways, so, yeah, my thoughts are the same thing. I give it, like, an 8 out of 10. And, um, you know, there, there's some things where it's, like, they could have fixed, like, that whole Cody Rhodes-Big Show match, but then again, too, thank God. It was, like, there's a part of me that thanks God that, thanks God that match was a... was that kind of match, Cause I don't think like, cause I don't want to see either man being like, you know, I don't want to like. If you made it any longer and made it more any technical, you would put over the Big Show and like the Big Show just doesn't need it. And yeah, and Cena, uh, you know, we can we can we can sit here for hours preaching about what's wrong with what's wrong with the business and and him and all in general, but it's like we're pre- preaching to the choir at this point.
1: And everyone else preached it, you know. Indeed. I'm pretty sure, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the you know we'll Get serious podcast well, went over this as well.
2: I'm pretty sure every podcast, every podcast I've listened to, they all say the same thing.
1: Probably. So that's it. Let's move on to Monday Night Raw, Starting, Well, I should say, WWE Monday Night Raw Super Show, starring Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, quote unquote.
2: No, 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 no. You gotta say it right. It's. Taco Bell's Toasty, Toasty Tacos Presents uh, Raw Super Show Starring Brock Lesnar.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you got me there, okay. Taco Bell, okay, you know, you already said
2: it. Yeah, the, it's Dayton, a Ohio.
1: Yeah, it's a mouthful. I don't want <laughs> Literally, yeah, with Taco Bell. Yeah, Dayton, Ohio, April 30th, 2012. Uh, the commentator, Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole. So, the Raw opens up with John Iris and he makes way to the ring and people power!
2: Yeah. He he calls on... he, he He's like, you know, this and that about people power. Like, even though, my God, even though my, my, my boy lost, you know what, it's all still about people power. Yeah. And
1: Brock Lesnar comes down
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, L- Last night, the world got to witness firsthand as I brought the pain.
2: Yeah, it was not a good promo by Brock at all. Period.
1: And thank and thank goodness, because what happened next is it's time to play the game.
2: <laughs> yeah, Triple H comes out of nowhere. Like yeah, I-, I thought, like oh my god, is Brock Lesnar gonna really talk for like twenty minutes? And I realized, oh, wait, Triple H is supposed to be coming out.
1: Yeah. And pretty much what happened is Triple H just shot down that pussy-ass proposal John is John accepted before extreme rules. You know, the whole, you know, Monday Night Raw starring Brock Lesnar and then um, Private Jet and all that.
0: Hmm,
2: yeah. I figured that they would do this because it's like, some of those demands are kind of ridiculous. Like I can see him, like I can see him saying about like the sponsorship and all that stuff. But like, when it comes to like private jets and stuff like that, I don't see him as the kind of guy that would that would need all that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, like especially with Brock Lesnar, nah.
2: Exactly for especially for a guy who's not going to be going out of out of the country to do anything, why even bother? So it's like you know, I I was assuming it, like ah oh, this is not this is not going to lead anywhere anyway, so.
1: Yeah, because really, like, when you think... Yeah, because when you really think about it, guess what? The WWE ice cream demand was so much better than all of Brock Lesnar's demand combined.
2: I mean, that's the thing. It's like, all of Brock Lesnar's demands were kind of ludicrous, but come on. CM Punk just wanted one thing and one thing only. Ice cream bars. Ice cream. Yeah. I'm so waiting for that.
1: I know. Me too. (laughs) Come on, WWE. Where's our fucking ice cream?
2: Indeed. So...
1: Anyways, um pretty much AAA, Triple H went on and on and on and it came down to him and John Laurinais just going back and forth like pretty much Hunter tells John to shut up.
2: It's funny if time. you notice he does not turn around and uh, he does not turn around at all to to look at John Laurinais during this, during any of this. He's like t- he's only directly looking at Brock. It's like wow. From like, uh, from like, a, like, cause I, like, I somewhat know about business, and like, the thing is, like, when you're dealing with something like that, you want to talk to the guy directly, but when you know you're pissed off, you're not making any eye contact at all to the guy you're really pissed off with, so it's like, oh shit, he is really pissed off.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but then he does turn around, eventually, uh-huh. and then drop that, you know, text him from behind.
2: Uh, keep going.
1: And then Hunter actually fought back, but uh, last night caught him and then put him in kimura, kimura lock and just quote unquote breaks his arm.
2: I was gonna say I've broken my arm before. What happened there was nothing. If, if his arm broke, it would have sounded. It would have sounded like Sammy Sosa hitting a home run.
1: Yeah, I was about to say like when I looked at it, it's like hmm. I wonder what Ramses think about this, because even I didn't really buy into it.
2: Oh no, no! Like I, I remember that, like because like, I broke my arm. I, like I'm gonna break, a, I'm gonna break a little kayfabe here. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna tell a little bit of about, about the real Ramses and the real story. I broke my arm once. It was not fun. I remember the sound. It was like again. It was like it was like that sound of like a guy hitting 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 a bat, and I didn't hear that. I was like, uh. <laughs> I'm kind of okay. dubious about that whole about the whole um, about the whole arm breaking thing. Cause like, if that was the case, we all know that, we all know that they rig those they rig the mics, so they rig mics underneath the underneath the ring so they can sound like the impacts a lot. You can hear like the the sounds of the of the of them running around the ring and stuff like that from the from the arena. If that would have been the case, if he broke his if he really did break his arm, you would have you, you that would, there would have been an audible snap. Or will crack, like.
1: Or at the very least, like I don't know, like they could have easily edited the sound out. Question mark.
2: They could have, but it was live, anyways. So it's like maybe when they were when they were giving on SmackDown, they could have edited it in. But I when I when they replayed it, they didn't even show shit. So. I well, mean, look. So, uh, don't get me wrong. Well, you didn't hear anything, uh, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I mean, Kimura Lock, it can break people's body part. you know? There are, there are already, like, a couple documented cases of that. I think, um, believe it or not, I think Frank Mir was one of the victims of that.
0: But, mm.
1: but it, yeah, it can happen. It's just, like, I didn't buy into it, not because that, you know, oh, no, that's not going to happen. That didn't happen. It's just because why would you break COOs on for real? Let's face it.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, we we know Brock Lesnar has we know Brock Lesnar has like a mean right hook and stuff like that. We've seen that we've but... seen that footage of Cena with a bloody lip. We're mm-hmm. still to this day. I'm still I'm still wondering if that like was real or not. But at the end of the day, it's like you know, I the way he had it on also, and the way he like like inst- like what's a good way to explain it? The way he suddenly let go of it. It like made like I've been like I've seen enough MMA in my life to, to realize he just let go. He, he just let it go. He didn't do he didn't even do anything at all.
1: Yeah, but you know what? This is still important when it comes to storyline because now there could be potentially Brock Lesnar versus Triple H.
2: Dear God, no!
1: I know you don't want to believe it, but. Uh, the writing is there, you know?
0: Can he you really he honestly
2: else?
1: No, you honestly think that Triple H is gonna let go of Brock Lesnar breaking his arm.
2: No, and that's the worst part. It's like, yeah, you're right, but at the same time he can be like, you know, I'm not gonna maybe I'm not gonna yeah, I'm gonna be the better man in this uh I'm gonna make you fight uh
1: someone else, uh Are you fucking kidding me? Look, he fought CM Punk.
2: Yeah, that's... True.
1: Yeah. (sighs) So, let's see, we move on to... Apparently, we're gonna have Beat the Clock Challenge in Monday Night Raw. I didn't know it was gonna happen, but it's happening then. So, first match, The Miz versus Antino Marella.
2: Yeah, that was... Okay, it was nothing, but I, like I always say to like I always say to people, when it comes to Santino, like those matches just go either way. Like that simple match, was like, he wasn't doing like the goofy shit for the most part, so I was like, that's kind of good. But at the same time, it's, it's the Miz, and it's just like, ah. We discussed the Miz in great length, like I think on our first or second episode about like what's wrong with the Miz, and it's just like I'm starting to notice a lot more when you put him with someone like Santino.
1: Well, guess what? You're going to get pissed off about Mrs. even more because you know that he's going to be starring in Marine 3, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is that what you're trying to warn me about for not flipping a table?
1: No, that was Scott Hall, but... <laughs> that's... Oh,
2: still. I would have flipped. Yeah. Fl- flipped not only a table. I, like You would have told me that I would have flipped a table and then like... And like no ta- no like even if I was in a you know, table making um warehouse and when I heard the Miz become me the lead in the Marine Three, I was like no no amount of tables in the in a, t- a table making shop would would what amount to the tables I would need to flip.
1: You add it to Scott Hall, oh, you're gonna flip the entire factory.
2: Oh yeah. It, it would be me at ALA two thousand twelve where I was just like,
3: Where's Dan?
2: <laughs>
0: I literally, uh, put, the, I,
2: literally put, I literally put a death. I really put like a, like a death wish on you. It was like if you find a sandwich, sort of bring my head right to me.
1: <laughs> you know. You, okay. I remember because you when I saw that when I heard that and I sort of saw it too. You remind me of a um, a uh, uh, heel version of the Ultimate Warrior when he cut a promo against Hulk Hogan. It's like Hulk Hogan. Oh, <laughs>
2: Take the plane to a nosedive Hulk Hogan
0: And take it out of a nosedive to
2: Hearts Unknown Hulk Hogan Oh god, that's a lot of phlegm
0: (laughs) Okay,
1: so Ms. 1, the clock is at 418 Next Divas Championship Triple Oh yeah, by the way, I should probably mention at this point that Layla is our new Divas champion. Yeah,
2: she actually made a surprise appearance at, at Extreme Rules. Where her new with her new sparkly like you know leg like you know, like her leg um thingy. Boots. Yeah, no, it's like a it's that it's a leg brace. It has like she like bedazzled it. Brace. It's like it's like what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> So Layla won this one
1: quickly, just like Extreme Rules. Oh
2: my God! Let me, I'll get, let me just tell you what she did. Exact. I can. I know the exact thing she did. She drop kicked Nikki, and then Brie went, went off the ring, and then she grabbed, and then and then she rolled up. Um, she rolled, she rolled up Nikki, and then one, two, three. That's it. And I was like, I like, I was thinking to myself, God damn. I bet you Sheamus and I bet you and, and Daniel Bryan are thankful they, they had that, that that match didn't last as long as that. I'm pretty sure that lasted less time than that match. At... I That's would all...
1: say that was about that was about good, what like five seconds, ten seconds,
2: ten seconds. Thank you. <laughs> if I ever said to myself, if that was a beat the clock challenge, she would have been the number one contender. <laughs> All right, so for the open limit, it'll be CM Punk versus Layla. <laughs> oh Lord! Everyone like, oh, screw this. <laughs> I just would have jumped out. I would have jumped out the roof at that point. Okay.
1: Next is another beat the clock challenge. This time, Chris Jericho
2: versus The Big Show. Uh, that was another okay match because, like. I don't know, it's just it seemed very slow to me. That's that's the thing was It's probably like, because of the Big Show. Yeah, it was I even mean, slower than usual. Maybe because like they were trying to really like stretch out the time that they were that they were trying to like there was like uh um uh, we need like stall for like so we can get like a timeout. Uh uh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do?
1: Yeah, especially at the end, like you could tell it was really awkward.
2: Yeah, it was like, like when they when when um <laughs> Yeah, when they both went out of the ring and then Jericho like like put, like put him out to the put him out to the audience, and then he didn't go up. I was like, I like you can tell that they were like like they I, I I guess they were trying to do something where it's like they hit the exact time, but you know I guess something fumbled and they just went like time over and I was like, what the hell?
1: Hmm. Yeah. So time expired. Both men got disqualified. Hmm. So next match Rhodes Clay versus JTG still in the Jeez, company a name we haven't and heard in a while So what? Still in the company. Ah yeah yeah yeah. We haven't heard the name in a while
2: and Exactly.
1: And this is a little this was a little bit weird cuz he was still wearing his um crime time um you know pants and um the, what's it called? Dur- uh, the, the the bandana duraggy thing.
2: Yeah, he's he's, he's 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 wearing lugs and like baggy and baggy jeans. As yet we've seen yeah. photos of him we seen photos of him wearing like actual ring gear. And we're like, yeah. that's so, like that's the weird thing, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Weren't you on NXT like wearing actual ring gear? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, what happened? Like, you know, you just decided, Oh, this is Monday Night Raw, so and this is probably the last time I'm gonna be here for a while, let me just bring back the primetime gear just so that people remember who I am.
2: Yeah, but everyone doesn't, so. Yeah.
1: Okay, again, this is a squash match. Cause yeah, JTG and whenever you hear the word, yeah.
2: words blank versus JTG, you know JTG's gonna get a job.
1: And he did. brothers Clay uh-huh. won. And
2: yeah. apparently now brothers Clay has little kids coming out. What the hell? Is this new? I was watching this um, I was like, like, like,
1: what the? I think fuck? I, I think he's been. Oh, um, no, because I think he's been doing it since last week. So it's fairly new, yeah.
2: Okay, so, like, I'm not imagining things. Okay. Yeah, I was seeing him dance with little kids. I'm like, huh? What? Huh?
1: What? No, I think he's been doing it for a while, so. Alright. Yeah, just a little while. So it's really new. You're not crazy. Let's move on. Yes, please. All right, another beat the clock challenge between Randy Orton versus Jack Swagger, with
2: Vicky Guerrero. Nah, yeah, this was yeah, this was like um. I always say, Jack Swagger has this like he is a good wrestler. If you put him in the right in the, with the right people, he is a, he is a really good wrestler. And I think like that, that was like the really like I think that's like the key is like you need to put it with someone that like a, like a little bit at his level. Like match between a match between Rose Clay and him, it's not gonna it's not gonna fur out too well. But you put him with Randy Orton, you you can have a really good decent back and forth, and they had a really good back and forth with this match.
1: Yeah, and Randy Orton won at four sixteen.
2: The thing is, like, what I didn't like about this match is, like the spot near the end where it looks like they're like he stops literally to do the RKO, and I'm like, dude, just fucking pin him. You could get a better time if you if you don't have to do the whole motions for the the whole motions and everything. Just like just fucking pin them. You haven't pinned. Come on.
1: Nah, but keep in mind, you know, they have to make it believable by you know, cutting it close.
2: True, true. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that was done. Like I'm pretty sure Ruff was like, kill some time. Come on, kill some time. I'm like okay. So, uh, huh? next.
1: WWE Tag Team Championship between Primo and Epico versus R-Truth and Kofi Kingston.
2: Kofi Kingston's revolving revolving door of um, tag team partners.
1: Continues, and it's currently stops at R-Truth and his little Jimmy.
2: <laughs> it's a 3-way tag team. It's like the Freebirds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and guess, and here's the thing, here's the worst part is that the free birds actually won.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they have imagined they have the imaginary <laughs> third man and they won. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was wondering, It's like, like okay, I I I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. It's just like, when was this team formed? Like last, literally last week. Literally, yeah,
1: more or less. I, I think I, you could even say that literally the team was formed just now. You know, so
2: yeah, and that's the thing. I was wondering, like, well, looking back, it was like, uh, too quick for my taste. What?
1: Yeah, but I mean, I'll admit it though, because I mean, Kofi Kingston and Arturus really work together well. So, mm, I agree. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't mind having them as tacting champions, I just wish, well, they were more established before they jumped into the championship.
2: Yeah, that that's that's my biggest complaint too. Where it's just like they need to really work on that. Really like bad.
1: Yeah, can we call them like new freebirds or something?
2: Yeah, it's like little like little Jimmy Kofi Kingston and and Large uh, Truth man, cause like they got like yeah. They, they they got they got the imaginary third man, like I wouldn't be surprised if like one day, like, if 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 our truth ever gets like God forbid if something ever happens to him like he gets caught with if he gets caught again with um for a, for a wilds violation he'd always seen with with little Jimmy. <laughs>
1: All right, so in the back in the back, um, Primo Epico, and Rosa Mendez finally decide to employ. Abraham Washington.
2: Yeah, and we'll see, uh, we'll, and we'll see the results of this when we get to SmackDown as if it worked or not. So, mm-hmm. stay tuned. All right.
1: So next up, stay tuned. So next, beat the clock challenge between the Great Kali versus Kane. Do we even need to talk about this? Because
2: it was choke tastic. <laughs> I first first saw this on paper, I'm like I saw that match coming up, I was like How many like are you gonna really spend like five minutes trying to like try to choke each other? Like trying to give each other choke slams? And lo and behold, (laughs) I'm Okay,
1: I'm just gonna get this result. Time expires, none of them passes, and Kane actually delivers choke chokeslam after time expires.
2: Don't know why. Maybe they're trying to establish something. But you know what? It's like I said. It was like there was a, there was a, there was copious amounts of choking in this match. You like if you like big men trying to like chokeslam each other. There there's your match. But for me, that ain't gonna work for me at all.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work for most people. Like when these, I'm sure a lot of people who saw this match was like, uh <laughs> someone please choke me.
2: Actually, it was like the crowd went mild for the most part. It was like, literally, was like like, you can, you can hear a pinfall during that match.
1: Yeah. All right. All right, so. All right, so, next, we have another beat the clock challenge between Daniel
2: Bryan and, get this, Jerry the King Lawler. And believe it or not, Jerry Lawler can still go. That's sixty. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, he is actually, he's actually—he's actually
1: wrestling, and he's actually pretty good at it." Holy shit,
2: yeah. it, made it my surprise. I mean, most wrestlers, most wrestlers his age, where we get like, I, I swear to God, it's like I'm like oh, I don't want to see this anymore. Jerry Lawler, I was surprised when like I was like, I can still I can still believe this guy can still go. Like if he can fight someone like you know. He can beat a mid. He can be beat up the Miz's of the world. Like I don't see him as a world champion, but I can see it. Like you know, he like if he needs to like go against like someone like like a, like a Jack Swagger or, or a Miz, he can still go at it. And this was proof that like he can have a good match with um with Daniel Bryan.
1: And he did. I mean, holy hell, he did drop kick.
2: Oh yeah, he did. He did a lot of things. I was like, wow, uh, he like he can still go.
1: And well, Lawler, Lawler was actually going for power driver, but Bryan kicked him right in the head and goes for the yes yes lock. Yes, yes, the match is over. And by the virtue of beating the clock, winner and number one contender, Daniel Bryan.
2: Yes, 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 times a thousand.
1: Yes, thousand times yes, because this means CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. The match, everyone everyone that better be fucking sane has been waiting for.
2: Yeah. Like, I I'm, I was seriously like, I was seriously, um, I was, like, seriously stunned when I saw the results. I was like, huh. And I saw the match, I was like, wow, that was a pretty decent match, and then I was like, wait a minute, hold on. CM Punk versus...
0: Ooh. 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 Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh,
2: don't kill me, Randy Orton. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, that was my horrible. Anyways, that's that's, that's like a whole different show, dude. <laughs> I know. I was trying to do my ball, my Paul Bear, but anyway, yeah, it was a really yeah, good. But- like, it was really cool that they that they got the that they got to do this that they're gonna be doing this. Like, it's proof that like the WWE the WWE is not afraid of like putting these two together. And you can notice that, like they're they're building both of you them know, up to something like this. So it's like it also proves that they're not afraid of like building up these guys that we would never expect them to be this big in the WWE to be this big and now that's like they're going to be headlining it but when we get to the next yeah. segment now,
1: yeah but before that I want to say like on the paper CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan for the over the limit this could be that's uh, look at me I'm just so excited I'm babbling okay this could easily be on the paper at, at the very least this could be the match of the year
2: yeah, and the thing is, like they had a they had a match of the year contender like last year when they did this. I think like, I think like the like the very last RAW of last year, they had a match Ooh. and it was like really 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 good.
1: And it was I loved the shit out of every moment.
2: And, and then they went to like three commercials and they, it was like extremely. It was like the most technical match i have seen on RAW in a while. Like the last time I seen a match like that, was believe it or not, it was a Shawn Michaels-John um, Cena match that they had, like, right after WrestleMania 24. They went to, like, five commercials. And, like, literally, that was, like, the most... I they still say I was, like, my favorite match of all time. And, like, I, I, that was, like, rival to that.
1: Yeah. And speaking of John Cena, after the commercial, he comes out and... Yeah, he thought his arm was broken and expected to be in the hospital, but the X-ray showed no breaks and MRI showed no tears. Tears. All his muscles are strained, but he is there.
2: If you can only see my face right now.
1: Yeah.
2: Or you, or better, even better, if you only saw my face when I when I first saw this segment, I was like, "Why?" I mean, look. I mean. I think that doesn't make any fucking sense he's got a sling over his arm. What, I... Just... Why would you need a sling if nothing happened to... You and... You only ugh, Keep going, please, before it hurts my brain even more. And...
1: <laughs> you should see my face. Uh, John Laurinaitis comes out and... Cena mocks him, and um, John's like, you know, you know, this is all, this is all to motivate, this is all to motivate John Cena.
2: Oh. Oh my God. Tell me one yeah. reason why, tell me one reason why I haven't called Dr. Kevorky and asked and ask for a cool ranch um poison.
1: <laughs> because Lord I
2: comes out the ring. Oh Lord, that's all we need—the weeaboo. <laughs> I, w- yeah. I, w- I, w- I would, I say- would, I would say, I would say, I would say Muda Light, but he's not light at all, so I'm gonna call it like Muda Heavy. <laughs> Muda Heavy comes out. <laughs> Heavy Muda. Heavy Muda. There you go. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like... apparently, apparently, Heavy Muda is gonna be seen as opponent at Over the Limit.
2: Mm-mm. Nope, nope, no, and... no, nope. no. It's actually on paper it's actually John Laronitis. I was gonna catch you ass fuck.
0: Oh, I thought oh my god. Okay. Oh fuck. my god oh, I just spoiled, I just spoiled it. <laughs> you spoiled it! You spoiled it! You <laughs> fucking
2: spoiled it! <laughs> hey look, man, don't don't blame me, man. I'm like Brian Pillman. I got I gotta shoot for reels, yo. <laughs> Cause I'm crazy like oh, that.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> anyways. No, 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 no. You're not crazy enough. Okay, I've seen Brian Pillman going crazy. You sir are no Brian Pillman.
0: Uh,
2: anyways, keep going. Forget what I just said. It was just an illusion. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Fuck it. Forget it. It happened. But
1: uh, what happens is that the Tensai, Sakamoto, and Sina were doing Mexican standoff and then Laura and I is Deck Cena from behind and pretty much this, "Yeah, what Rampy said." Over the limit, it's gonna be John Cena versus John Laurinaitis.
0: <sighs>
2: okay, I have a question for you. Yes. If we if that rumor was true about Brock Lesnar, do you think this all? You think this all was a, you know, a last minute like a last minute rewrite? Or well, you think this was like,
0: this was maybe, too all along. Well,
1: maybe, maybe not. Um, okay, here's the thing. Okay, you have to understand that. Okay, Brock Lesnar, you, we know that Brock Lesnar doesn't like to travel much. Uh huh. So, if, let's say, him and John Cena were to go tour to tour again, mm-hmm. then he would have to travel more, you know, yeah. just to keep up with the feud. True. So that's not gonna happen, like especially with Brock Lesnar's hate for the airplane. No oh, yeah. And yeah. So when you look at Raw as overall, like who can you honestly put John Cena against? Like really, he fought probably I'd say about ninety percent of Monday Night Raw, Jobbers excluding. So that only leaves damned <laughs> I know. Well, we'll get to him later too, but it's certainly not gonna be Bateman. So yeah, I mean, that, no, yeah that only that only no. leaves. Gone. On. That only leaves um, well, that only leaves John Laytonitis. Because let's face it, Lord Tenzai, As much as he could be a powerhouse matchup, he doesn't deserve it yet.
2: No, and the thing is, like, here's the thing, here's what I'm thinking. I don't think it was a rewrite, like, I, but I do, I do think it was a rewrite, but I don't think it was, like, I think this was, like, supposed, to, like, I think that the last minute, I think they wanted to pull Brock Lesnar into another feud, so, that I, it screams rewrite, but in a different way, and, what I predict is gonna happen, is like, I, this always happens in these kind of matches, when the, the authority figure puts himself into the match, he's like, oh no, I'm gonna have someone else fight, it's gonna be a handicap match, and it's gonna be like, him, Lord Tensai, and like, someone else, I don't know, I don't know who else we can put up like Kane, I guess, and then like it's like a, it's like a three-way against them, and then like the the heavy monster just take care of them. And LOL, Cena wins. And it's funny you say that Cena took care of 90% of the of the roster. I'm pretty sure he's taking care of 90% of the roster in one match. That's the worst. I I think I remember this <laughs> match very vividly, where he, like literally went in the back went after him, and it's like he beat them all. I'm like, really? Getting mm-hmm. back to the main point, that that's why I think is going to happen with this match. And it's just like, when I, first, when I heard that, I was like, really? Come on. And then, like, you well, know, thank God. And this was the first time I, I, like, this was also the first time in a long time where I seen Cena sell something. When Cena, like, like took it, like, when, when John Laurinaitis and I just, like, took, took, took his arm and then, like, started hitting him with a chair over the, over the seat, over the stairs. And he sold it. And I was like... Yeah, for how long, though? But, like, he sold it for, like, a little bit.
1: And, you know that the next Monday Night Raw, he's gonna come back with the same sling. Like, when, given how much beating that arm took, he should be, like, in, like, Plastic Caster.
2: (laughs) He would've been in an iron lung. (laughs) Nope, it's Super Cena! (laughs) The only thing that can kill him is Kryptonite. If they could only make a Kryptonite, um, if they could only make a Kryptonite folding chair, maybe that will stop Cena. <laughs> anyway, maybe so maybe thought, you Le- I, 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 for- you know what? One.
1: On couple things first. First of all, maybe you should call Lex Luthor, and and secondly, um, apparently John Laurinaitis is actually training for Over the Limit.
2: Oh my God. To, like then they get to it? here's the, here's my theory it's like I'm pretty sure well, I know i'm like the thing is was the thing is what I'm always amused is like whenever he puts himself in these types of situations, like when he was with c m Punk earlier last year and stuff like that i was always i was expecting just come out and just be like this like oh like this amazing wrestling god at like his at his old age <laughs> like it doesn't surprise me like it, like i'm i'm like i'm gonna be like literally like okay, surprise me surprise me here, man like Show me you can still go at your at your old age, man. Come on. So there's a part of me that's morbidly curious, and there's another part of me that's like, why? I
1: don't know he hasn't. He hasn't wrestled in twelve years,
2: I think. Yeah, twelve years.
1: Yeah. So, holy shit, that's a uh, time. Indeed.
2: So, your thoughts overall on the show? <laughs>
1: It was a really weird RAW. Like I thought, first part okay, you know, first part was ho hum, you know, pretty good. And second part was just troll fast, Like like every like last two match, last two segments, it was just like troll. It's like Daniel Bryan versus Jerry the King Lawler. Look, as much as that match was still pretty good, like I'm thinking like Jerry Lawler
2: really. <laughs> No, I was like, well, but like how I saw it when I saw this happen, I was like, eh, well, so at least we know who's going to win this match. Not Jerry Lawler.
1: <laughs>
2: and it's still,
1: like, I know, but it still threw me off. Like, you know, you wanted to make Daniel Bryan's winning more believable, like pin him with someone else, but uh, King, okay.
0: Yeah, might as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the and then the whole um like John Cena John Lyon segment, like that was just like that like that was just trolling.
2: I well the thing is for me, the whole entire show it was it had it the beginning and end were just horrible, but everything else in between was actually pretty decent. So yeah. I get, it, I get it, I get it, it was a decent show, and yeah, there was a lot of, there was copious amounts of trolling involved in this show.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, you know, this was, it was a solid show, I'll give him that.
2: Yeah, surprisingly enough, surprisingly with everything that, that was surrounding it, I was like, surprised, I was like, huh, I was expecting, I was expecting to hate it, but no, I actually enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, but instead, we got a sp-
2: Indeed, so what's next on the agenda, my good man? Or do you have any other thoughts on Ra? My break, my break, my, my break, my break, my break, my break, break, break. How do I sound now? Breaking up still. Breaking up still? Odd. I don't have any.
0: Slow.
3: On.
2: slow? How do yeah. I sound? Do I still sound like a robot? AM Kinda a little bit. I am sound wave. Laser beak. Attack. Do I sound? Do, do I sound? Do I sound like sound wave still, or do I sound better? Better one, uh, better two. Better one, better two. How many? How many? How many? How two. So what the? Hold on. What so, the hell? Should we? Hey,
1: should we reset? Hey, uh, should we reset the Skype?
0: No, hold on.
1: Okay.
2: I'm gonna hotwire myself to this stupid thing. <laughs> See if that helps.
0: Okay. Okay,
2: how do I sound now? Okay, much better. Alright. Alright, so... Let me take it from what I was saying. So... Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts on Raw or you want to get on to the next show?
1: Uh, let's get on to the next show, which is TNA Impact. Your favorite show.
2: Yeah, it was actually a decent show this week, so why don't, why don't you get us started, my good man?
1: Yeah, alright. TNA Impact Wrestling and Orlando, Florida Impact Zone, May 3rd, 2012. at Commentator, Mike Tenay and Taz.
2: Alright.
1: Alright, why don't you start off, cause since you actually watched the show this time.
2: So it starts off with Ric Flair, he's in the ring. He's saying... You know, he's saying like it was a disgrace. What happened? What happened last yesterday with Rick, with Eric Bischoff? But you know this and that, blah blah blah. And out comes out Hogan. And he's like, brother, brother, dude. You know, why don't you be? Why don't you be part of my show? Why don't you be part of the? Why don't you be part of my team for the gut check? And he's like, you know what, Hogan? Let me tell you something. You're trying to trick me into doing something I don't want to do over my life. But you know what? I'm gonna fall for your trap, and I'm gonna accept it. I'm thinking of myself, wow, Ric Flair is the stupidest person alive. No wonder he lost all that money. Oh! Seriously, uh, I was like, oh my God, how, like, you're, you're, like, literally he's saying, like, I'm, like, like, he literally starts saying like stuff like, I'm not going to fall for that trap that you're trying to put me into, but I'm going to accept it. I'm like, it's like. It's like you will send me Sam. Yeah, it's like the whole... But you know, I, I mean, it wasn't a trap from God. He wasn't trying to do anything stupid. He w- really was trying to like recruit him for something. I was like, oh, okay, well, it, it was good. But was at the same time like the way he made it sound. I was like, wow, you come off as a dumbass. Yeah, that's just sounds.
1: Uh, it really sounds dumb, and I. I almost feel like I heard this before, you know, like Flair being this derp.
2: Yeah, it sounds about right. So after that, so he's he's in the judging panel for the gut check. So there you go. So he comes out. So after that, it was a match between it was a match between the TNA Knockouts Champion Gail Kim Madison versus Velvet Sky and Brooke Tessmacher. Wow, that is a mouthful. And. Yeah, it was uh it was there for the most part. It was no- nothing, nothing really spectacular for the most part. You you've seen this match before. I always say this about these. I always say this about these ma- about this match. But it's just like that's the biggest problem with with the, with the knockouts. It's like I've seen this match before. Didn't I just see this ma- match last week?
1: Yes, and the week before, and then the week before, because here the biggest problem is that they don't have. Uh, to me, they don't have enough knockouts. Like they, they just have same people over and over and over again in one match.
2: And this is the thing, like I always say this to people where it's just like, I always, like, I always say this about TNA in particular. Where it's just like I'm thinking to myself, uh, I, are they really repeating that? Are are they really repeating these matches at ad nauseum? Like for example, the whole thing with um. I, I always see this complaint about well, Jeff uh, Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle, where they just looks like they're fighting for like like you know like for like ten years straight, but in reality, <laughs> it's just like like they got no the one else to rotate to. Yeah. So so go so, so yeah. So like you you're you're prone to have repeat matches like this one. So it's like yeah, that, that happened.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. I really don't have anything to say. I mean, I've said about Knockout Division so many times before, and nothing's really going to change that. Yeah, so... Because, yeah, let's face it, they pissed off a lot of Divas like be- Divas. Oh, fuck, I'm still in WWE mode. Uh, they pissed off a lot of women's wrestlers before, so. Mm.
0: so... They're
1: not going to get any new people.
2: Yeah, not for a while, at least. So, mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam comes out. He's proclaiming he's the best in the, world, the best wrestler in the world. And I'm like, there's no complaints there. You are really the best. And since he's the number one contender and Bobby Roode was going to have a match with him, they both decide that tonight they're going to have a match... Hulk um, Hogan decides that they're going to have a match tonight where each other picks each other's opponent. Rob Van Dam picks, um, picks Mr. Anderson to fight Bobby Roode and Bobby Roode picks Jeff Hardy for him to fight. I'm thinking... Wait a minute, why did he have, like, I think they, like, I remember Bobby was like, you have a history with this man. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, so, what, Um, uh, like, Jeff Hardy stole, um, stole, stole, stole Rob Van Dam's pong or something like that and, that, and that's why they're feuding, what?
1: Hey, man, you stole my bong last night. I can't let you do that.
2: Can't let you do that, man. It's like the most mellow. It's like the most mellow, most like chill feud in in everyone's life.
1: <laughs> like I would, I would see, watch that feud while playing Fox Foxhead Slow Ride,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it would be great.
2: Indeed. So. The next match after that was a it was a TV champion match between Robbie T and Devon. And uh yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I mean Devon yeah, Devon's just there. Robbie T uh, I don't really see much I, I don't see much potential in either Robbie E or Robbie T to start with. Whatever. I just went one ear to the other, and apparently Robbie T breaks the breaks the breaks the clipboard on on Devon's back, and literally it like literally explodes on contact. And I'm thinking to myself, "Holy crap! <laughs> like, it, that, that is like the worst clipboard ever made." <laughs> and Devon retains the title. <laughs>
1: Probably made out of um, balsa wood or explosion.
2: Yeah, it's the same like, kind of wood. Uh, it's the same kind of wood that that they made out of. Um, that that's made out of like Jeff Jarrett's guitars. I,
1: you know, it's just like it feels like to me. It feels like this match was just there. You know.
2: Yeah, usually I usually complain about matches like that, and it was. Like, literally, you can, literally, you can, literally, you can, like, go to the ba- you can go make a sandwich for, like, ten, for, like, five minutes, and you will literally not even know, you wouldn't even miss a thing.
1: Yeah. So, uh, continue on.
2: All right, so, we go, we go backstage, we, we're introduced to the three, to the three of judges for the gut check. It's going to be Al Snow, Ric Flair, and Bruce Pictor. When I saw Bruce Pictor. I was like, "Holy shit, it's brother love."
1: And it's good to have him back because from what I understand, he had to take a leave of absence because of heart attack.
2: Yeah, so it's like that's eh, good. Yeah. I mean, he has he has a good eye for the company. Mhm. But it's like, at the same time like I said it's like, you know, it's like, it just took me a surprise. I've like, like I've never I haven't seen him for like a very long time. So it's yeah. like holy shit! It's like it's, holy shit! It's brother love, and I'm so used to him wearing the makeup and all that stuff. It's like holy crap! So his
0: face actually is not red. Yeah,
2: exactly. He is, no, is no using <laughs> a lobster. So, so, so they're evaluating. So they're evaluating from last week of this guy named um, Silva, Alex Silva.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So they're evaluating him. Rick Taylor's like he ain't no—he is not ready at all for this for this business at all. He's not ready at all, and then also like no 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 he is ready. I've worked with him before. He is totally ready for this, and and Bruce Pictor's like uh, I don't know just yet. You know he's he's pretty good, but we need more guys. But I don't. I'm with Ric Flair on this. I don't think he's ready yet because he had a pretty good match. So you can tell that Ric Flair is gonna be is gonna be the Simon Cowell, and <laughs> Al those gonna is gonna be Paul Abdul and. <laughs> Bruce Prick- and Bruce Pictor's gonna be what's his face? Can you bring any other guy's name? From American Idol. Anyways, I don't even watch that show. I'm um
1: okay, you're talking about okay, are you talking about Randy Jackson or yeah, Paul? Yeah, there Abdul? you go,
2: Randy Jackson. He's the guy in, the, in between, like, okay. yo dog, I like what you got, but you know, you gotta do this and this and this, but I like you, dog. That's how I see Rick Bruce Pictor. He's like, I can you're doing good, but you need to improve on this much. So we have we have the match between Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Damme. And it was a pretty decent match. They can still go at it. It's just like I said. It's like it was the most mellow. I guess the mellowness of it is just like it felt kind of like like you. You kind of want to bear a build. You kind of want to bear match up between them.
1: Slow ride, ding ding, and take it easy, and din
2: Oh, before that. Um, Hulk Hogan walks up to walks up to um, Mr. Anderson. And he's like, "You know what, brother? We're gonna, we're gonna make you're gonna make your match tonight with a we're gonna make your match tonight with a with um we're gonna make your match tonight with with uh with, what's his face? We're gonna make a no DQ match, to our brother, brother Jack." And he's like, "Assholes!" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so, um, so Joseph Park confronts um, Bully Ray, and Bully Ray he's like, "You know, I still don't know anything about your brother," and he's and. Joseph apart, like, you know, I still know you know something about my brother, this and that, blah, 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 and yeah. Like, they're, he's still looking for his brother. Whatever. So, um, let's see. So they talk about, uh, so we, so Jerry Warsh is in the back. He's talking shit about, about Eric Bischoff, and then again, <laughs> Billy Ray comes out, and he's all like, you want to talk shit about me? You want to talk about shit about everybody? This and that, blah, blah, blah. He drags him out to the he drags he drags, out, he drags him out back out to the um arena, and he's like, "You know you want to fight me. You want come on. You want punch me. You wanna come on. You're a big man. This and that." And out comes out Austin Aries, and I'm like thinking to myself, "Jesus Christ, you are so like, being a being a face is not totally you, dude."
1: Bring back a double.
2: Yeah, and, and that that's that, that was the biggest problem. Is just like, I still can't buy. Austin Aries as a face, especially with Bully Ray, and
1: I think it has a lot to do with the fact that when he was a double, like he was the best. Like, I mean, the face Austin Aries was still good to a certain extent, but the heel, oh, that was his best moment.
2: Yeah, that's why. It's like, I I remember more his heel stuff than I than he did um than he did as a face, and it's just like ah, well, whatever. It's just. I'm not going to complain about it. He's, he's, he's 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 got work right now so
1: Yeah but I will say this you mentioned shit 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 a lot I, and I find it funny that um you skipped the TNA shit of shame part but I that think that's week, easily though. skippable Oh uh, okay just,
2: That was just, that, that was just um that was just a replay of what they did last week with the whole thing with where they put um where they put Eric Bischoff in the in the porter potty
1: Wow, cause I, I I'm sorry, I was actually reading it. I read it as Eric Young, and I'm just like, they put Eric Young in a shed of shame.
2: I would have known this because I I would have known cause like, I would've, I would have I would have ranted my head off if that was the case.
1: <laughs> I know, wouldn't it?
2: But then again, that that would be an improvement in in that in that whole entire thing in the whole entire saga of Eric Young.
1: Oh, Eric Young and ODB, yeah. Okay, so that was my bad.
2: Nah, that's fine. So that's
1: moving fine. on. Yeah, moving so moving on, on. We have
2: a six-man tag match between Kurt Angle, Christopher Daniels, and Kazarian versus AJ Styles and Magnus and Samoa Joe. And that was a pretty decent match, except for, like, the fact that, um, yeah, they're still going, they're still, um, Christopher Daniels and um, AJ Styles are still in that hole. I still got a secret on you. And then this and that, blah, blah, blah. And, like, this is bullshit.
1: Like I would believe, okay. I would be genuinely surprised, and I know they're not smart enough to do this. Like they would pull out something like really ridiculous, you know?
2: Yeah, it's gonna be something ridiculous. Like this, I just know that, I just know it is.
1: I, I know, but like, I'm guessing the secret's gonna be like you know, AJ Styles is alien from Mars.
2: Nah, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be something stupid, like you know. Here's AJ Styles. You know he still does this, this, and this. And I'm like, really, dude? You know better than him.
1: It's like AJ Styles gonna kind of be in a drag queen or something?
2: Yeah, it's like you still, you still wears women's panties or something like that. I'm like, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, as stupid, okay. As stupid as it sounds, it's TNA. It is highly possible.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. Is like with TNA, anything is possible, and I'm like, why did I even? Why did I even speak up?
1: Just look at Eric Young and ODB there.
2: Oh, please, let's not think about it. Thank God they were. I guess this is the reason why I was more tolerant to the show this week because their their appearance was minimum. To the point where I didn't even notice them on the show this week. So thank God.
1: So move on.
2: Moving on. So we have the gut check. um, like, you know, we have the gut check, you know, finals. If if uh, if Alex Silva is going to get the contract or not. Alex Silva proves uh-huh. to Ric Flair that he can, that he can, that he can, um, that he is ready for ready for TNA. And so is Al so Also says, like, I've been working with him at LVW. He's ready. And then also, um, uh, also Bruce Pictor's like, yeah, what? He's ready too. So he's got a contract. Yay!
1: And I looked up this guy uh, Alex Silva, uh-huh. and he sounds legit because I mean his um his father was um professional wrestler, mm-hmm. and when he entered the Ohio Valley Wrestling, uh, he won the um television championship on mm-hmm. December eleventh, two thousand ten, and yeah, that victory made yeah, and that victory, believe it or not, made him. The youngest television champion in the promotion's history.
0: Huh. Yeah.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So, so this guy, to me, this guy, you know, I can he, he I think he can hang on to it. You know, he'll be yeah. fine. I think.
2: Even though it's like they said, like even though the match was like, like according to everyone, it was not that good, but you know, it's like being maybe it's just performance anxiety, whatever. If he if he continues to be like kind of rusty, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean. Then again, uh, wasn't he working against Robbie E? Good point. Yeah. Uh,
2: that ten motherfuckers. Because and
1: also and also also I don't think it's so much that um he has um anxiety or something because he was in dark match in Monday Night Raw uh, August first two thousand
0: eleven. Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, guess who, guess who got squashed by.
2: Uh, uh the the Let me guess. Um, who? I don't know the Miz.
1: Eh, nope. Funkosaurus.
2: Oh, I think it'd be, i be I I think I remember hearing about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So suddenly, suddenly, these old. Suddenly, I have, suddenly I have like this prim, Like I suddenly all these. All these like old results are coming back. Like, oh yeah, that's right. That that dark match happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, he, he he's legit. So uh, let's hope hopefully hopefully this leads to like better things in the future.
1: Let's hope T N A books him right. That's all I'm gonna yeah. ask.
2: Like I said, like uh, like the guy the guy is not that big. So like hopefully he can like go at it with like someone like like Austin Aries and have a pretty decent feud with him. Hopefully for for a oh, TNA let- X division title.
1: Hopefully, in So,
2: so the let's main move event.
1: On?
2: So the main event of this show was a no DQ match between Mr. Anderson and Bobby Roode, and it was pretty good. Like the thing is, like Mr. Anderson, like uh, like, he, like I like, I I want to like him, but he just doesn't click on me just yet in terms of wrestling, and it's this is. Like, this is me being being with this guy for, like, a very long time to the point where it's just like, dude, it's been almost, like, it's almost been, like, five, six years, and I'm still like this. You gotta do something about your ring work here. And Barry Root, he's, he's pretty decent in the ring. So, it's like, they, they both had a pretty decent match. It's just the problem, like I said, it's like, Anderson, my God. I can't, like, you gotta stop being so wishy-washy. You gotta, like, be at least... You can't, You gotta be good or you gotta be horrible. Take a pick. Please.
1: Then again, he's an asshole, so he... Re- release, uh, he just likes torturing you, being wish-washy. Oh, That'll get me started. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, uh, you know what? Anderson, I think he just kind of regressed, like... Starting from his, like, really regrets. Starting from his, um, the last year in WWE and then all the way down to TNA.
2: Yeah, he was starting to show some sort of improvement when he was working in WWE. And then something happened. I don't know what happened exactly. Maybe. I
1: I I think he got injured too much.
2: Yeah, maybe that's why. And. Cause I mean I was I was I was I was totally down with the guy when he was first starting because he got he got the ring work he was actually legit funny this and that and yeah maybe you're right maybe he just has had too many injuries consecutively to the point where it's just like mm-hmm. oh shit
1: yeah so so what do you think of this impact?
2: Other weeks of impact I would be I would be scream screaming my head off or just be like please go on or whatever but. This week, like there was, oh, there was like if there's a if it's okay. I it good that means in TNA terms, it was good. <laughs> that's a, that's. I mean, I can't <sighs> really just... as. I mean, it's bad that I say that, but to for TNA for them to at least have an okay show is like a godsend. It's not like the thing is. I kind of wish they did like. like I kind of wish I had more better shows, but. If they can at least get it to an okay position, then I'm not as aggro about it at all. And th- am I making sense or am I just rambling?
1: No, 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 you're fine. Because with Impact, it's always been horrible, like consecutively. So yeah. for them to have a decent knife, it's actually a nice change of pace.
2: Yeah, and that's, a, that's what I'm getting at. I was just like, you know... If they if they can at least get away with a decent show, fine, I'm totally fine with it. So it's like you know I'm not as aggro about it at all. I think it's just like th- this week like I said it to you it was like a pretty decent pretty decent week of wrestling, but I'm sorry I'm sorry I am sorry to not break it down. It's just like in the middle. When we get to SmackDown, it's like you'll see a lot of like I think that's like the best show of of, of this week. But, um. Hmm. Like I, I think this is like like I want st- this is like like in the, the totem pole of shows this was like the lowest, but it's not to say that all the shows this week were actually bad. It was actually pretty good. Like I mm-hmm. said, like this is just like it's just like it's like like if, if you're looking it's at TNA, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's better than most TNA shows that like they they've done in the last couple of months.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm reading the results and all of these sounds really. Decent, so I have no complaints.
2: Yeah, I saw the show, and I was like, eh. it, was, it didn't aggravate me to the point. I guess another reason why is because like, they, they tone down the stuff with Gary Bischoff and stuff like that, so I think they're trying to focus more on, on people. They're trying to focus on, thank God, they're on the championship here.
1: Bravo, bravo. Yeah. See, I'm giving them a golf clap right here. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, should we move on?
2: Yes, please.
1: Alright. Friday Night SmackDown. May 4th, 2012. And I forgot where it was held, actually. Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> Toledo, Ohio. Thank you. Uh huh. Ed Commentary, Booker T, Michael Cole, and Josh Matthews? Yes. Question mark? Yes, okay, he's back.
0: Oh, he's okay, so I wasn't going
1: quick. So- cr- no no, it's because just like, you know, after the Brock Lesnar incident, I was like, um, he might be out, I might be crazy, but that's Josh Matthews. Hey, I'm glad I'm not crazy. Not that crazy no, anyway. Not,
2: I think it was there last week too. Okay. Anyways.
1: No, actually I think he was absent last week. I think he was absent last week's SmackDown just to sell that, you know, Brock Lesnar whooping his ass. Ah, uh, interesting. Anyways,
2: keep yeah. on my good man.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so <sighs> First off, it's World Heavyweight Championship non-title match. Yes, I almost went there. Okay, it's a non-title ma- match between Sheamus and Daniel Bryan to close the chapter of this feud.
2: Pretty much, yeah. He came, well, Sheamus came out. He's like, "I want to. I, I came here to fight. and I'm gonna fight." And he just picked up. And he picked up. And then Daniel Bryan comes out, and he just no yeses, no nothing. He is like stern, serious face. Uh, yeah, you know Daniel
1: why? Bryan. Because okay, you know. Yeah, you know why? Because Sheamus is one that's using his yes gimmick. Like, am I going to beat Daniel Bryan for the, for the one more time?
2: Yes. 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 He's like, yes. And he's like, oh, you know, you didn't.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, that face. Uh, <laughs> I, can I just ask you something? Yes, sir. Like when, when Sheamus said, uh, my name is Sheamus and I love to fight. Did you think Finlay as well?
2: Yes. I was gonna. I, I totally forgot about that until you mentioned. Like, oh yeah, that's right. He did. He did. Um, he did. Like, he did have like a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge to Finlay. Um, tonight, on that show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So what happened that match is that Shenanigan happened, and Shenanigan's name is Ricardo Rodriguez and Alberto Del Rio. Cause... yeah,
2: literally, literally. Like the way the, the way the camera showed it, like literally, you turn around and Rodriguez is already air, Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you have to say it like Booker T is like, what the hell? What the hell? I think he did say it. What the hell is that?
1: And it was hilarious. Like, for the split second, I thought it was some 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 masked hooded guy, black masked hooded guy, on the turnbuckle, and turns out it's. Ricardo Rodriguez doing cross body block. I'm just like,
2: wow.
0: Who, really, Justin, yeah.
2: Joey Mercury? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I realized it was Ricardo Rodriguez. I was like, that is a that was a really nice suit for a guy who can fly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Ricardo Rodriguez. Okay. <laughs> well, no, for a minute I was like, like literally, like, like. I, I, maybe because was the like editing, or I don't know what it was, but God bless it. Cause I turn like literally the camera turns, and the guy's already in the air already, and like what the hell? I literally stopped. and I was like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 what the hell is that? And I like like wait a minute, that's oh that's that's Ricardo Rodriguez, and then yeah Alberto come Alberto Real comes out and they beat him down, and yeah,
1: pretty much a cross arm bottom, and then Daniel Bryan comes in and just put him in a yes lock.
2: Yeah. That was... Uh, mm-hmm. That was... Okay. during Like, like I, I, you can tell they were, like, just... Like, they weren't gonna do any... Like, I think they were waiting for... like I think they were waiting for Alberto the and Ricardo Rodriguez to come out. Because, like, you didn't see them really do really much at all. But I will tell you this. I don't know if it's either the... I don't know if it's, like, again, the, the editing. Or they were, like, legit... Like, the roof was about to blow up on the... On the on the arena, I don't know, cause like I was watching, I was an international version of the show, so maybe you can clarify. Was it on? Was it like that too when they were airing it on Sci Fi?
1: Um, what do you mean in terms of um, editing? Like, like it, the do you mean the did pipe did they pipe? In mean, any,
2: did they pipe in any any like cheers? But,
1: would you be surprised if I said yes?
2: Okay, yeah, cause like, because I was, cause like they piped it in like amazingly. I thought to myself, "This is impossible." Like, usually, they, they usually like, usually like a match like this, they, they, they people would pop, but not as much. Yeah, as like, no. they would, like, like not as much. No, as you could. Th- I was like, "What the hell?"
1: Yeah, you could tell because when I looked at the crowd, crowds were just dead silent. It was like,
2: well, not dead At silent, least the front or, row. Like not dead silent, but like you know, you can tell. It's like this is impossible.
1: Yeah, cause well, SmackDown? I mean, you don't know want honestly. SmackDown's been doing the whole like piping crowd noise for a while, so yeah, I don't. I don't
2: like the, the, like maybe it was maybe it was the first time I, I start really really start seriously noticing it. Maybe. All right, so yeah, so that happened. It was a like I said, like it was like you can tell like, that both men were trying to solve for the the other guys to come in. So your thoughts on yeah? Any of
1: but but but. Uh, but you know what? This will make more sense at the end of the show. Towards the oh. end of the show I should say.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So we move on to we move on, we move on We move on to the next match, which is the new Freebirds, Archer, Kofi Kingston and Little Jimmy <laughs> versus <laughs> I'm gonna stick with this. I'm gonna keep calling it new Freebirds. I don't care what anyone else says. They but are they the are. new free bird. Yeah, that's what they are. And they are facing uh, Mexican America.
2: Mexico, America, two point oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> legit, Mexico, 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 Mexican America, because like a, like these guys are legit from Mexico, not like the fake one where they got like two where they got two Puerto Ricans and two Canadians.
1: And 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 oh man, like they were riding, they were uh, entering the ring riding on that like fucking gangst like ghetto bike and. I'm thinking like, wow, like no homo. I'm not saying it's homo, but damn.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so during the match, apparently, um, well, before the match, I think um, uh, uh, Epico and Primo came out, and so Rosa Mendes and and um, Abraham Washington came out as well. So it's like, holy crap.
1: And what do they do? They are sitting down scouting.
2: Yeah. The thing is, like... The, like, it, like I, I like this. I think they're trying to now make a serious push for them to, again, for, like, the 20th time within the last three years to make a serious attempt to make uh, to, to bring some sort of legitimacy to attack division.
1: And you know what? All those losses, all those jobbing that Primo and Epico took, it sort of makes sense now because those were... Building blocks to get Abraham Lincoln into the picture.
2: Abraham Lincoln, yes. We need the great emancipator.
1: Yes. <laughs> Rise from the grave.
2: Anyway, so.
1: <laughs> no, just in time, too, because his movie's coming out. Hey, he needs to promote some, something, you know?
2: <laughs> he, needs move, he, needs move, he needs to move his merch. <laughs>
1: it's like, he's gonna, come on, it's like. I am managing these two fine gentlemen, and I want all of you to be sure to watch my movie, Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Hunter.
2: <laughs> hey, if they got a zombie on. If they got a zombie. If they got a zombie Abraham Lincoln here. That's gonna be the movie of the year, right there. Screw the Avengers.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ramsey said it not me.
2: <laughs> uh you can direct you can direct all your mail to Ramseys at plasticjoint dot com
1: <laughs> no but Abram washington you know what i think um this would do really wonders for these two
2: yeah like, like, I, like again, I just want to, like i just hope that this doesn't, i just want to i just want them to do something like i'll just like i don't want them to like just do all this and then like don't we're gonna forget about it totally completely after that.
1: Let's hope not. I yeah. mean, but then again, it's SmackDown, like, you know, it's, it's a little bit wish wash when it comes to booking.
3: Yeah.
2: So, next match, my good man?
1: Yeah, because our uh, troops and Kofi Kingston won. Yeah. So, no surprise there.
2: Mm
0: hmm.
1: And, next match, oh, Jesus, Brothers Clay versus Jack Swagger.
2: Hold on. Question. Yeah when did the uh, when did the ring announce... when did the when when was when did when did it, when did um when did Botus Clay's ring announcers get their own very own ring announcer?
1: Uh... you mean Naomi and Cameron?
2: No, no, they apparently they 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 have their own announcers for them.
0: What when?
2: when? <laughs> apparently on this show, like apparently like introducing the the introducing the Funkettes, and then they 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 introduce Otis Clay. I'm like. Wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. This is like, in, this is like, this is like, you know, um, this is like Inception.
1: No, here. no, no, like okay. Wait, you're, you're wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, no, no. I think the Oh, functi- uh, you're talking about Funkateers. Yeah, the Funkateers. Those are, okay, those are referring to the crowd, the audience, the fans of the, you know, Funkosaurus. Naomi and Cameron are apparently Funkadactyls. Yeah, the Funkadactyls. They introduce, the, the, someone introduces
2: yeah. them, and then they introduce first, class. it's like, it's like introduction. It's like introception here.
3: Bam!
2: Exactly. I'm like... Like, what the fuck just happened here?
1: No, no. We need to introduce deeper.
2: No, we need to inter- And the worst part is... We can do this because we got introduced... Because it was a completely different guy than Lillian Garcia. That was doing an introduction. So now we're yeah. going to introduce the guy... That introduces the, guy, the girls... That introduces the wrestler.
1: Yeah. Introducing the guy that introduces the girl and the wrestler and then the crowd. He is none other than Raptor Gentleman. With
2: a monocle. <laughs> Gentleman Raptor. Gentleman Raptor. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought I would get that out of the way because it's like I I, I I thought I was going crazy with that.
1: You know what? I have gone off the deep end at this point just looking at this because I just like I like you just heard I said raptor gentleman, stripping gentleman raptor. That shows you how deep end I fucking gone at this point.
2: Stan, you have literally you you decomp- you made a decomp- you decomp- you they had a senior thesis on why. My Monday Night Raw is compared is equal, if not greater, to a anime convention. I'm pretty sure everyone already knows at this point that you've already lost it.
1: <laughs> All I'm missing is a little like mannequin head that you know written down help me on the forehead.
2: I pretty sure you I'm pretty sure you got a couple of those lying around with like, I'm pretty sure you got a couple of wig mannequins you can do that with.
1: Mmm, I am you looking at
2: one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm getting back, getting back hey, to the it's, like,
1: like, oh, it's like okay, it's like I go to convention and just like, it, just yell at everyone like, why don't you give me a little hint?
2: At that point, I'd be like, I don't know this man. <laughs> yeah, you probably
1: would, you bastard.
2: Like now, now Stan, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be this, I gotta be this, I gotta be this, I gotta be this, I gotta be this handler here. I gotta, I, I gotta like, you know, he needs his, he needs his num nums. Here's your num nums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, anyways,
1: please. Okay, so next up we have the long-awaited debut of Damian Sandow. God.
0: Yeah.
2: Best <laughs> and... segment ever, by the way. No, this was awesome! Exactly! This is, awesome. I, exactly. I, I just this is the
0: point greatest
2: segment of all time! Keep going,
1: please! He, this is what happened. Now, he's supposed to face Derek Bateman, right? Yeah. And happened that as soon as he got up to the apron, he pretty much said he refused to compete against such... A uh, simple minded ignoramus because that would be a bad example to the ignorant masses like the WWE crowd. And so he pretty much got off the apron, turned back into the locker room.
2: And then I swear to God, Derek Bateman said the most <laughs> said both the most uh, said the stupidest yet the smartest thing i ever heard in wrestling. He says that yeah, I will quote He was yeah. Go on. No, no,
1: Wait, go on.
0: Take it. I want you to I was this. say
2: he goes on and says I fought on NXT to get a chance to be on to, to have a match on SmackDown. And I'm thinking to myself I literally was about to scream at that point. Like I literally like literally was about to pass out from like how stupid that that, that was because I was like Your big dream was to fight on SmackDown? Excuse me <laughs> like, it Well was, it's better like, than going you can think that you can, What's, like, have a match, like, somewhere else, like, Wrestlemania. Not SmackDown, Jesus Christ. I didn't really... That <laughs> spread on NXT, really? Maybe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but go on. No, that, that's all you said, and I'm like...
1: Oh, no, no, he even said that, like, give me a match, you know? Somebody oh, make yeah, it like, happen, but... it's
2: me a... And then... He he asked for it. Oh yeah, he asked for it. All right. Cause guess who came out right at
0: Goldberg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg 2012 came out and he obliterated. No, no, he didn't defeat him. He obliterated Derek Bateman.
1: I think I think at some point Derek Bateman's body totally like um Jerry's mod little models.
2: It looked it look like something out of the Havoc Engine. This is just like he like didn't get propelled like 50, like eighty feet in the air.
1: Oh, uh, that, uh, that, I, I I trust trust me, that'll be part of the bug at the WWE Thirteen.
2: Real Derek Bateman physics. <laughs> That's the big improvement this year, ladies and gentlemen. Wrestling game of the year, wrestling game of the century e w- <laughs> 13 Cause it has Derek Bateman Like falling physics here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Stand the fuck back man <laughs> like, like every other fucking game Mass Effect 3 doesn't, ain't got shit on this one <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. 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 Okay So we move on to the next Oh jeez <laughs> We move on to the next match. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, uh, Natalya. No, no. Yeah. Before that, before that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you. I don't. I know you don't want to talk about this, but we still have to talk about it. Randy Orton and Big Show versus Kane and Cody Rhodes.
2: Okay. Um. Reason why I got confused because like maybe because the international version switched it. Oh okay. And I, I, mean, I was thinking that, but yeah, that match happened. At, Believe it or not, I was not as I was not as mad at this match as I would I would expect to be.
1: It was actually decent, and it got better at the end.
2: Yeah, that's the weird thing. It's like I was I was totally expecting to be the, the like totally crap on this match, but I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that it was Cody Rhodes and and Randy Orton, and they can both actually pretty they can actually both pretty can go pretty well. They yeah. had a they had a pretty good match.
1: Yeah. And at the end, we saw the, like flurry of moves and finishers, and you know it was actually pretty enjoyable
2: yeah that that was the thing surprised me. I was like, this is a pretty this, like considering who was involved, I guess like you know giving the time to two guys that can actually go at it that was actually that was actually a good idea.
1: yeah, so now we can move on to the match you wanted to mention, Layla versus Natalia.
2: It was just there for the most part, Layla le- 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 and Natalia. Um, Layla, really? she's. Le- yeah.
1: Well, oh, to me, because it was actually probably one of the better, D best matches I've seen in a while. And really? You look at their face. Yeah, because, okay. Because, I mean, I was surprised, like, Layla pulled off all those moves. I'm like, damn! She actually could do that? And right. Natalia was. And, and Natalia was actually technical this time. Like,. No point in this match have I ever said, I want to go to the bathroom. I actually watched it, and I even noticed that Natalia was smiling. Both of them were smiling. They were having fun, and That's it good. was a breath of fresh air. My only complaint is that it was maybe about three minutes shorter than I probably expected, but you know what? For what it's worth, it was a damn good match.
0: That's
2: good to hear. Because I may, maybe I wasn't paying that much attention at that point because I was doing stuff with the website, but um yeah, like because um, the thing is like like Layla, I, I would, like if there's like a award like it looks like she's like getting that looks like she's like she never was really a good worker to be honest with to be honest with you like I I would honestly believe that like whenever she's in the ring I, I'm always afraid for so, for her or anybody else's like 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 life because like I'm pretty sure she'll break something. It seems like she like during her time while she was rehab re- rehabbing her her leg. I think she like, I think she like learned how to wrestle properly, and yeah, I I um I, I'll, I'll give this I'll give this you know what I'll give us I'll I'll give this match another chance. Yeah,
1: I think it also depends on who she works with, cause like obviously nobody in their right mind would get out of anything good out of fighting Bella's.
2: Oh, by the way. They they make they made it a point and then also they made it a point on this show and also like on, on Monday Night Raw to make mention the fact that they are fired.
1: Quote unquote.
2: Quote no, they are they well yeah, quote unquote. Don't know why, but they like they, they made it they made it a point not to tell you and they're not even not to tell you what happened off screen, so there you go. So mm-hmm. there you go. So Stan approved this match, so if he he approves it then I'll give it a thumbs up too.
1: So next and the last match of the night, Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan, part two.
2: And this was like I think this was like the this was the better match. but Just like again that that finish where like I can understand why they did this why they did the no contest finish. I just kind of wish that they would like finish it just so they can finish for the sake of just finishing the feud. But
1: well, that was okay. I think they did that because they wanted to make Sheamus because keep in mind, Sheamus' shoulder was banged up, and they yeah. So by doing rematch, they make that make Sheamus look like a bad, some kind of badass.
0: Yeah,
2: I will say this: that spot where Sheamus broke kicked um Daniel Bryan in midair, that was a that was actually a cool, a cool spot because I was like, holy shit! You know, if, you, if you, even if even if like that's a hard thing to like fake. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Daniel Bryan is gonna be feeling that like gonna be feeling that kick in the jaw for the next couple of days.
1: Yeah, I, that that spot was just like whoa, that just happened.
2: Yeah, I was like, what the? Again, it was like that. It was like that Ricardo Rodriguez spot. It was like suddenly you see you see this you see you see this paley, this pasty white thing flying there, Like holy shit!
1: No, you know what though? uh it, he was there for a while. Like, cause I know, I remember that uh, he was on the apron. Like when sh- they showed them, like standing mm-hmm. on the apron, like. Trying to go for the second round of missile dropkick. And when he jumped off, yeah, broke kick. So it's not like Ricardo Rodriguez or he just fucking ninja'd.
2: Yeah, he pulled a stan. Yes. This one, like you can plainly yes. tell, but maybe because I wasn't. I don't know why. I, maybe I was just half paying attention to because I was doing stuff as well, but like I said, that broke kick, my god.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this was a good match. Yeah. In my opinion. Mhm. Mhm. So, so what do you, so. so you think of the So, what do you think of Smackdown overall? I
2: thought it was really good. I thought like this is like the last couple of weeks of Smackdown they were not that good and it's it's really good to see that they had a really good show this week. And I always say if like Raw is not that good, which was it was okay, you know Smackdown's going to be really good. And I was proven right with this with this week because like was, all the matches were like really good this week. Even the even a match even a match like even a match with Randy Orton and Big Show versus Kane and and Cody Rhodes. I was expecting it. I was expecting Kane and and Big Show to just drag that match down, but no, that was actually a really decent match.
1: Like even the squash match, like Ryback versus. Derrick Bateman, like, it served some kind of purpose, like, oh, let's say, I don't know, making Damien Sandler look like a gigantic asshole?
2: We're the most awesome guy in WWE today.
1: I know. Hey, I have to ask you a question. Yes. When's the last time you've ever seen a, like, quote-unquote, highly intellectual wrestler just refuse a match? When's the last time that ever happened?
2: Well... Not highly intellectual, but like refusing to do a match. I've seen a few times with like when Rick Rude used to do that all the time back in back in the, back in the late, late old days when he was ravishing Rick Rude. He's like, "I'm not gonna fight you because I'm I'm just too ravishing." And then like Bobby Heaton would call someone else to fight him, and yeah,
3: yeah,
1: that's just it. Like it's been a long time since I've seen um he'll do that. So I was a little bit I was surprised, pleasantly. Surprise, I might add. So, overall, this show was pretty damn good.
2: So, we're in consensus then. If you were going to watch one show this week, or if you're listening to this next week, yeah, if you were listening to this next, la- next week, if you were waiting for someone to watch something next week, last week or so, watch SmackDown. Really, it, it really <laughs> was really one of the best shows this week. Mm hmm. All right, any last thoughts on SmackDown?
1: I no, that's about it, you know, other than it was a good match, and good show, and good everything, like, yeah, I yeah. was thoroughly satisfied.
2: Yeah, same here, like I said, like, like, why can't there be more SmackDowns like this?
1: One can only hope.
2: Indeed. So, is there any final thoughts on anything of this week in wrestling that you want to discuss?
1: Um, that's about it. I don't have much of a news anymore, you know.
2: Yeah, me neither. I, I'm all I'm all tapped out here myself. So, um, so let me just run out. And let me- you know, you
1: know, I I will say I will say this, okay? Go for it. Uh, let's see. New match has been added to WWE Over the Limit pay per view. Aside from you know John versus John and the best match of the year, we now have of the world heavyweight championship between Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio.
2: Oh, one more thing I wanted to bring up, just really quick. Uh oh, I think this is the better I think Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio work better in my opinion on paper than Sheamus and Daniel O'Brien. Hmm, how so? Explain. I don't know, it's like I think I think because both like both men fight similar that I I can that I can see this I can see the potential of them having better matches, but that's yeah, just me.
1: I don't know. To me, Del Rio is a little bit more technical than Sheamus. I mean, that's not to say Sheamus is a bad wrestler. It's just that Sheamus it tends to be more uh, power
0: focused.
2: Yeah, and that's 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 the thing. It's like when you when you have a, when you have a man that's power focused with a man who's way too technical, like Daniel Bryan, it seems kind of uneven sometimes. So you need someone that like not take it down a notch, but you need someone like Alberto the real who is somewhat technical but not extremely technical like Daniel Bryan to like to to like to to have a, a decent match with with Sheamus. Not to say though that well that the she- that Sheamus and Daniel Bryan was not uh, was, that was not fun. That was actually kind of I actually was digging it. It's just that uh, I think this will... F- I think like with both men I think they can be able to have a better synergy with each other and I think they could have like like we can see. Instead of like Daniel Bryan and Sheamus where I feel like, you know, like, it feels kind of uneven, I can see them both uh, sort of like on even grounds.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, I'll buy that. Alrighty. So, yeah, I mean, this could, you know, over the limit, <clears throat> this could actually be fun. Like, just on the paper alone.
2: Yeah, it could be like it could be really good. And like I said, and like, recently, if it looks good on paper... It's pretty. It's pretty. It's actually gonna be really good, like when when the finished product is said and done. Because when we looked at the when we looked at the money in the bank last year, and we saw like how it was, for the most part, it was actually pretty. Like it, like when we saw all the matches and we also, we saw the lineup, it was pretty good, and it actually ended up being pretty good as well. Same thing with Extreme Rules, the last pay per view. It like looked good on paper, so it's like it, it was actually pretty good. So you're gonna get your money's worth, or if you're gonna go somewhere, it's gonna it's gonna be worth your time going out and go we'll watch it.
1: Uh mm-hmm. huh. All right, so that
2: all. Yep, that's all.
1: All right, so then we're actually done. That and believe it or not, we're actually about. I think this is the shortest episode we've done in a while.
2: Um. Yeah.
1: And it's it's amazing, actually, despite the fact that we had a few technical difficulties and your mic trying to run away from your home, we actually had. We actually had no problem this time.
2: Indeed.
1: Yeah, I am actually thankful for that.
2: Though the, the podcasting gods were were behind us. This time. Indeed. So,
1: All right, so why don't you close your shop this time?
2: Alrighty, righty, so you can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. Again, the address is www.plasticjoint.com. As for me, I am Ramses Rivera.
1: And I'm stand the Great, thing.
2: Ring the damn bell!
1: No, no, it's John lying That's now. You have to say like, okay.
0: Ring the damn bell!
2: Okay. <clears throat> okay.
3: You, why don't you ring the damn bell? You're set me up again! No, I'm you're not. You're set me up again! No, I'm not. I can see it in your eyes! No, I'm not. I'm asking you to do something for this business. Not for our legacy not for the guys in the back. I'm asking you to do something for the fans. I'm asking- For who? For who? I'm asking you, Ric Flair, to help shape the future of this wrestling business, to help find the up and coming wrestlers. And you don't have to respect me to do this job, Rick. All you have to do is be the nature boy and it'll work. Yeah, but let's just get right back to it again. You're telling me that's my job i'm asking you you don't ever ask you always tell if i say no to you right now you'll say do it right or wrong i know you're not going to say no rick you love this business too much you're right i love hanging around the kids i'll do it i love hanging around the kids i'll do it you're right